Hi, good day. Welcome to Petrospear Podcast. My name is John, and today we are going to talk about incident and accident investigation. In the next couple of minutes, I'm going to be walking you through different informations, theoretical overview that you need to know or you need to be aware of before we go to the whole concept. So I'm going to be walking you to different definitions of accident, incident, near misses. Then we're also going to be tackling the common fallacies or misconceptions when we are talking about safety and safety itself, of course. We're going to be talking a little bit of that. And then I'm just going to be giving you a peek when we talk about risk assessment matrix because after we go down on the nitty-gritty of 5Ws and 1Y because that's the time that you're going to be hearing more and more of risk assessment and risk management. So there you go. Sit back, understand, put yourselves into your mantra and we're going to be talking about in a few minutes about accident and incident investigation. So here we go. Every one of us want to know a thing or two about the things happening around us. I mean, the question like, why did it happen? How did it happen? Or who was the one responsible for it? May this thing happen in your neighborhood, within your family, or just, you know, a relative city, and most especially at your workplace. I bet you that even if you're not involved in that actual event, you want to know what happened. You want to get somehow informed. Okay, so before we move forward, just a quick thing. Ask yourselves, when something happened, especially at work, and especially if you're a boss, what is the first question that pops into your mind? I know it's those first facts that you want to know. If someone was injured, if someone died, I mean, if it's a high escalation event, or what has happened. But I hope, I hope, the thing that does not pop immediately Onto your mind is who's responsible. Okay, so for the time being, I'll let you linger on that question a little bit, and then we're gonna be proceeding to our topic for today. So we go first on the definitions. Okay, what is an accident? What is an incident? And what is a near miss? Now take note of this, guys. When you say accident, incident, near miss, all of these are events, right? So when we say events, when we say incident, That means there is a disruption. There's a stoppage. Hence, the effect. Now first, the incident. When we say incident, it is the event, okay? You define it as any unplanned event that interrupts the normal activity or the normal operation or interrupts the normal process. It could result to injury of a person, damage of the equipment, environment, or reputation but remember this when you say incident it's just the event now let's talk about accident when you say accident now you already have the event when we redefine incident as an accident that means there is an unplanned interruption in the normal process however the event resulted to an undesirable effect an injury damage to an equipment an effect to the environment or a low to a high scale effect on the reputation. And now, when we talk about near miss, that means it is a disruption in the normal process. However, it did not result to an injury, an environmental damage, property damage, or your reputation. Well, okay, when you say near miss, there might be a little bit of effect on the reputation. However, that's that's amount to just having an unsafe observation. Okay, so now, 
I hope that's already quite clear. We're going to move forward. Next definitions. As I've told you earlier, we're going to be talking about it. We're going to be discussing about it. And you're going to be hearing it a couple of times. So let's start with this. P-A-E-R. People, assets, environment, and reputation. That's P-A-E-R. Now, when we say P-A-E-R, these are the uh, main categories that we consider. So we can have a clearer statistical view of how big, how severe an incident is. So how do we use it? We consider the PAER and place them in a certain matrix, like your risk assessment matrix. And then, for those of you who haven't seen it, this is a, a table-like figure when you have your categories on the top. And then on the left side, you have severity categorization from 1 to 3 and so on and so forth. Some of the companies or the organization may opt from A, B, C, or D, or some of the organization may opt for A, 0, 1, and 2, and 3. So the way you do it is dependent where you benchmark it, uh, which procedure or which standard does your organization subscribe onto. So let's go back to our PAER. First, people. One, that could be either there's a slight injury, a first aid case, scratch, abrasion, or something of the same level. Then when we say people, number two, category number two, or severity number two, then there might be a first aid case, and then accompanied by the first aid case is medically treated case, especially when you have to send one guy to the hospital, right? So, okay, so you may ask which is which, how you define this one from the other one. So just go back to the uh, standard that your company subscribe onto and it will be there. Severity level three. There is quite a number of medical treatment case. All of it has escalated from a first aid case to a medical treatment case. Okay, there ain't no more first aids. And then there might be a disability, a severed foot, or a severed extremity. And then, still we are on the people, category level 4. May there be disability on 2, 3, 4 persons. And category number 5, maybe there's one fatality. Or category number 6, maybe there's multiple fatalities. So again, how you place it is entirely dependent on your organization. All right? There is no specific thing. You can benchmark on each and every company, and then from that, you can formulate your own risk assessment matrix. But again, as I said, it would depend on the organization, and it would be depending on the standard or the company. All right, I hope that's clear. Now, if you would notice, different categories, different levels, P-A-E-R, the higher the, higher the severity, okay? of course, the more severe the effect. Yeah. Okay, so that goes forth. With number two, which is environment, and number three, which is your asset, and number four, reputation. But take note of this, guys. As as you have, as I have told you guys, some companies may put zero. I mean, there's no effect on the people. There's no effect on the asset. There's no effect on the environment. However, mind you guys, even a small unsafe observation, even a small unsafe observation will have an effect on the reputation. Because, you know, when you say reputation, if we, let's consider like zero, okay, there is no effect on the reputation. However, if we go on reputation level one, then that would be internally inside your organization. Maybe it's just specific to your work site. Now, if you go to level two, that might be within the 
lower management, you know, uh, the one which is like, for example, in your specific work site, and then you're involving a middle management already coming in from the office. And then when you go for number three, that would involve the middle management and some people from the senior or top management. And then when you go to number four, that's top management, including some outsiders or third parties or even the client themselves. And then when you go to number five, that involves each and everyone plus the organization within a certain country. Okay, and the last number f- number six, maybe it does involve the whole country itself. I mean, like for example, in your work site, you're working on a nuclear power plant, and then by accident, you miss the radiation source, and ooh, where is it? Is it in a water stream? Has it been deposited in the ocean? Then the effect would reflect actions coming from different organizations, not only from your country, but from the whole world. All right, so clearly, again, guys. Coming from level 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and so on and so forth, as the number increases, the severity increases as well. Okay? So that's clear? Okay, so we are right about on schedule. Now, uh, just a quick thing. Why did I give you that PAER categorization and uh, likelihood and severity informations earlier on? Because uh, in the process of understanding accident and incident investigation, we need to be aware We need to be aware of the causes and the effects of an incident because through these, we can understand how we deal with these incidents, how we react, how much commitment we dedicate in addressing such matters. You know, because there are some incidents like, for example, let's say an unsafe observation or an unsafe act. It's a quick thing. I mean, we can correct it already and the issue is closed. However, if there is an incident and the event escalates, it disrupts the operation. And the thing is, will it repeat itself? Is there a chance or a possibility, even the slightest possibility, that it repeats again or happens again? If it happens again, then that means the current action that we have committed or the time, the effort that we have committed in the current event is not effective as it is. Okay, so that's why I want you to understand that PAER categorization, our risk assessment matrix, when we talk about incidents and accidents, all right? So now we are on the part of the cause and effect, okay? Now let's talk about something that we can easily adapt. I mean, something that when we talk about it, we can easily have our thoughts onto it, all right? So when we say effect of an incident, we are basically talking about is the outcome. And one of the main things that uh, there is a quantifiable amount is the cost of an incident. So my question is, how much does an accident actually cost? We are talking about cost, of course. I mean... How much does an accident really actually cost? You have an idea? I mean, something happens. Like, for example, you know, uh, inside a factory, one guy had a decapitated foot, okay? Or one guy had a broken finger. So how much would that cost you? I mean, I'm not going to be going to the specifics because I'm not a medical institution and depends on the country that you're at, okay? So I'm not going to be discussing that. So how much does that cost? So let's do it like this. You have a medical Right, because you have to send him to the hospital through your ambulance, and then he's gone. He went to the hospital. So who's going to be taking over so that you have a continuity in the operation? I mean, operation must go on. The business must continue. So there should be one guy who's replacing him. Plus, moving forward, how long is he going to be in the hospital? If he's there, then the guy that's doing overtime works. You ain't going to be paying him regular pay. He has to have some certain increment. Right? With tax deduction, of course, or whatever. <laughs> or or whatever the contract is of that guy. All right. And oh, how much does the delay cost? 
I mean, you have to stop for quite some time, yeah? And that delay might have cost you a certain amount of money. You're on a schedule, you're on a quota, yeah? And delays can have an effect on the reputation of the business. Plus, let's say he does not come back. You're going to be rehiring a new person, right? Or you're going to be promoting a new person, per se, right? Once you rehire a new person, is the newly hired person suitably trained so that he can perform the same job as the person that he replaced? And mind you, those are just on the top of the can. You still have insurance, you still have your government offices that you have to comply and you have to deal with if there is an accident. So it's better that you understand all of these before you say that preparing for an accident is not necessary or before you say that the cost of complying or doing a job safely is way too high. Those things that we have discussed right now, when you put it this way, it's like the indirect, indirect cost of an incident. When we say direct costs, these are the right in front of you, quantifiable amounts, right? Like hospital bills, the salary of the person, the overtime of the person. And then you have those indirect costs, which are your delays, reputations, your contracts, delay in shipping time, and many more. Okay, so for now, I'll just leave you a little bit hanging. That's going to be our first part of our um, podcast related to accident and incident investigation, awareness, and overview. And you'll be hearing from me very soon, right? So for now, this is John for Petrospear Podcast. Catch you again soon. And remember, guys, safety is accountability and traceability. Good day. Cheers. Adios. Masalama. Bye-bye. Balam. Bye.